What's up guys, it's your girl Adiola back at it again with another episode of Well This Is Awkward. I hope you all are staying safe, healthy, and inside, and I hope you all enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. What's up, guys? I'm back. Still quarantined, still self-isolating, um, still bored out of my mind, still trying to make sense of what's going on because Corona is taking over everything. It's taking over my freedom, taking over my fun time, it's taking over my mind because it's everywhere. It's blasting on the news. It's just everywhere, and I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Um, and you know what else I'm tired of? Online school because it's just not it. Um, online school, I started last week and, um, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's not for me, but you know, it's okay because the thing that I can be grateful for is the fact that I woke up this morning, everybody in my family is safe and healthy and we're enjoying the time that we have together. So honestly, what's been going on? Nothing. Nothing's really been going on except for um, trying to keep in touch with y'all through my Instagram page. I hope you guys are following at Well This Is Awkward Pod on Instagram, um, and also TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. The girls have been showing out on TikTok. That's what's been going on. That's that's the point of this segment today. What's been going on? TikTok. Y'all are so creative. Oh my gosh, y'all just, it's from makeup to skits to remixes, y'all really know what to do to make the time pass by. Um, TikTok has, when I'm not paying attention, when I'm not um, in school or whatever, TikTok has been taking over my life. But whoever the creators of TikTok um, are, they I know they're making bank right now. And they also just chose the perfect timing. Like that, this was the perfect timing for TikTok to launch because everyone's bored, everyone's not doing anything. So why not make a TikTok? you know? Um, so yeah, that's what's been going on. Um, because nothing else has been going on other than that time for the next segment though. Let me put you on. I wanted to put you guys on to another podcast that I've been listening to a lot. Um, I listened to them before, but you know, since quarantine, I've been just trying to put myself onto some more, um, podcasters, some more artists, some more books, um, even trying to get some things off my pandemic productivity list. I hope you guys are staying um, up to date with your pro- productivity list and knocking some things off and also teaching yourself some new things. Cause this is guys, this is prime time to try some new things and, um, learn more about yourself. This is prime time. Um, but a podcast that I've been listening to a lot and I've been watching their lives a bunch on Instagram, um, is black girl bravado. I, ugh, I love them so much. They're like my aunties. I was put on by um one of my friends, she put me on to them. Um, Nanda, shout out to you. Um, but she put me on to them and ever since I listened to their one episode, um, I've just I've just been in I've been in absolute love with them. And if you guys are watching this, um, Black Girl Bravado, just know that I would love, I would absolutely love to be on your podcast. If you guys are listening, you know, just, just an idea, (laughs) just throwing it out there, (laughs) just throwing it out there. But I do love you guys and you guys have really been getting me through this quarantine. Y'all just so funny and, um, you really are my aunties. Like, you know, the, the young aunties at the party, 
Um, yeah, y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, but for today's topic of discussion, um, it's kind of a serious one, but it's one that I know a lot of people are also wondering as well. The today's topic of discussion is dear God, why? I found myself asking this a lot lately. God, why, why are you doing this? Why is Corona a thing? Why is it existing? Why are you putting me through this during prime time of college? I miss, I missed spring fest. I missed prime springtime at Howard and I'm missing it because of a disease that's killing off thousands of innocent people. So God, why are you doing this to the world? Is it something that we did? Like, please let us know. Are you coming back? Let us know. But I found myself asking this question and I also found myself asking my friends and they had very similar questions to what I was um, wondering myself. So I decided for today's conversation that I would invite back Minister Trey. Minister Trey featured on um, the episode of what we're going to do now when I talked about what are we going to do now in the decade of 2020. And it's funny because in that episode he said you never know what to expect. And look at us now. 2020 has been going downhill. Um, And so... I wanted to ask Minister Trey a couple of questions that me and my friends came up with um, and we've been questioning and ask him for some insight on what he can tell us about our questions and what he can tell us that God is trying to say to us through this time. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. It was a great conversation and I really took a lot out of it and I hope you guys do too. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. What's up, everyone? So today, back on the podcast, I have Minister Trey. Minister Trey, how are you doing today? Doing good. I got outside, got a little bit of sun, so things are well for me. How about yourself? You know, I'm I'm doing the best I can. You see, as an introvert slash, slash extrovert, this quarantine thing has been good and it's also been bad. I don't like being told to stay inside. I like to stay inside when I want to stay inside. But, you know, we're making the best out of it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm an introvert, I guess an ambivert, and uh, I don't mind being alone and, and with the family in the house and and having less social engagement. But the other part is I know people that need social engagement, yeah. so I do try to reach out to them to make sure um, that they're okay and that they're having the engagement that they need. But overall, I'm doing well. I'm not stressed. I'm unbothered. Mm. <laughs> uh, I've got plenty of toilet paper. You know, what's the problem? Mm. Um, so, you know, I was, I called you on the podcast today because I was sitting and praying and while I was meditating, um, I had a lot of questions, you know, you're my youth pastor. So I was like, who best to call back on the podcast than my youth pastor? So, um, I was sitting and meditating and in my mind, all these questions of, what is happening? Why is God doing this? Um, what is he trying to say to us? And so I decided to ask some of my friends and we kind of started discussing like, what does this mean for us as um, people? And they were like, you know, call Minister Trey, call Minister Trey. So Minister Trey, today I wanted to ask you a couple of questions regarding um, why God is doing this, how to stay focused and how to not feel anxious during a time like this. So are you ready for the questions? I am as ready as I'll ever be, Ayola, but I do appreciate you having me on the This Is Awkward podcast, and I look forward to having a good conversation. No problem. I'm excited, too. So the first question that um, me and my friends are talking about, right? So why would God create a disease that kills off thousands of people? 
You know, we keep hearing about it, corona, corona, corona. Um, it's reached over a million cases already. And so why would God do something like this? And then I also started thinking, is it God or is it the devil? How are we able to differ differentiate the two thing, um, the two people um, and try to make sense of what is actually happening? I think that's a valid question that people are asking across the country, across the globe. And uh, that's whether or not they, they have faith in God at all. And I, I think the the genesis of that question, while maybe sincere, it starts when we consider what life is. And I think we place a lot of emphasis on, one, this temporal existence, as if that this is all that we have. But as we are believers, um, this is just a moment in time. We are living to die and live again with Christ. And so I don't think we should place too much emphasis on our current state of existence. And uh, the, the question is whether it's a God or, or the enemy, mm. I, I don't think there's a defining line to answer that question. I think that we have to see it in the full scope of eternity. We've got to understand that even though Corona is new, it is not the only uh, virus or disease that has killed off thousands of people. Um, there, there are wars that kill off thousands of people. There mm -hmm. are plagues that have killed off, you know, millions of people of this, um, the entire globe, the entire world. And so it's not a matter of why would God use this to kill people off? I like to, to see it differently. Um, I can't say it is God, but I can't say it's not God. What mm -hmm. I can say is what does God want me to get out of this? Mm -hmm. And and I've got a friend right now who's 43 years old in the hospital on oxygen as a result of the coronavirus. And he's a pastor and has been for the last 10 years uh, with a wife and three children. And the question is, um, why would this happen to him? Mm -hmm. You know, and, 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 and why would God allow it to happen? And then I have to ask myself, for the, the, the better part of the, the country, the better part of this world, uh, what can I get out of this? Mm -hmm. um, what is God saying to me in this? And I think it has caused the entire, let's speak specifically to the U.S., to slow completely down. Um, people place their trust in the economy, in their schools, in their jobs, in their ability to make money, uh, and, and in uh, structures that all fail. And right now, everything is shut down. All you can do is eat. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a wonderful example of, of God slowing us completely down so that we can place things in priority. Mm. You know, before Corona, were families really spending time together? N no, not really. <laughs> I mean, I was at college, you know. At college. college. Yeah, which is different. But, but I mean, really, the, the quality time mm -hmm. that you are forced to spend with your family. Yeah. Um, and you can't be on social media, but so much. After a while, you get tired of being on social media. That's true. And uh, so I think that we could glean a lot from having this downtime. And is it disastrous? Is it hurtful? Uh, are you, should you be compassionate for those who have lost their lives? 100%. But mm -hmm. I think that there's also a benefit in this for the people of God, because there's a revival. If you know anything about revival, um, I might be going too far too fast, so I'm going to slow down and say... <laughs> um, Take your time. I, I think the question is, what can we get out of this? Mm -hmm. 
when you get out of having two months of solidarity, what will you be better at? Mm. What would you have perfected? What areas of weakness are you in a position to strengthen? Mm-hmm. What relationships can you make better? And your prayer life. How many people weren't praying, weren't making time to pray because their schedules were too busy? Mm. God, in his infinite wisdom, is able to use this to say, what else do you have to do? <laughs> That's true. And, and, and it's, it's in its irony, Second Chronicles chapter 7, uh, verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and then I will heal the land. Mm. The land needs to be healed. We need to hear from God. And that only happens when we turn off everything and put our attentions and our affections to the Lord. Mm. I think that was very well said because um, sitting at home has really, like I said, I was sitting down meditating and I've never really had the time. I think time is a big factor into what is um, happening here. People are realizing that they have, they weren't really focused on time before. They're just focused on doing things, not really focused on spending time with family, calling the people who they lost connection with, you know, um, seeing the world around them without, um, just being so busy and not having the time to pay attention to the small things. And so I've really been able to um, just sit and meditate on my thoughts. And I know as a young person, especially um, young people don't really feel the need to feel connected with God nowadays. Um, but I think this is a time where a lot of young people, um, with us also being away from college, I know a lot of students are um, home, back home now. It's a time for us to realize like, okay, let's, let's try to get back on track with God and see where we can go in order to feel closer with him. But then that kind of goes into my next question where churches, schools, stores, like you said, everywhere is locked down in the, well, let me rephrase this. I was going to say the only place to go, but the only place you should be at right now is home. Self-isolation people, self-isolation. Um, I wanted to ask, how can people still feel and hear God at a time like this? Um, you know, being at church is a place I really feel safe and, um, you know, comfortable to talk to God. You know, sometimes I have prayer circles with my friends and we all talk about what, how we're feeling. But we're, when we're in complete isolation, sitting by ourselves and just stuck with our thoughts alone, how can we find um, ways to hear God and how to speak with God, even when we're out of our comfort zone and from away from church and away from um, the groups we would usually pray with? Yo, that's a beautiful question. And I think um, if, I'm, if I'm honest with myself, I think that there are seasons where, um, like, if we go to church, we feel like we've done our job. And when we leave church, we feel like, we're free to do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. And with churches being shut down physically, it points us to the fact that we are to be the church, mm. that we are to be a living sanctuary. And there is no church doors being shut when we're the church. Mm. And you ought to be able to find solace and comfort in Christ in and outside of the church. Your home should be a place of worship. Your heart should be a place of worship. 
your conversations should be laced in worship, and you can't say, I clocked into the church today. Mm. You are now giving the option to watch church online in your own home, and you have a responsibility to take it seriously. You have a responsibility that when the sermon is off and the live has ended, to get with your family and discuss the text that has been preached. Mm. I think that's what God is calling us to do. Mm. I, I can't say God is, is, is the architect behind it, but I can say he's allowed it. Yeah. And we have opportunity to really sincerely be the church, offer resources you may have to someone else, call people who may not get a phone call, um, and I want to go back to your question because I think you said, how do we find God? How do we hear God? Yeah. In this? Uh, and I think the, there's, there's scripture in the Bible that says, call upon the Lord while he may be found. And this is the time. You don't have anything else blocking your path to hear God's voice. If you miss this opportunity to connect with God, and let's say this corona clears up and God returns. And when he asks you whether or not he had your heart, with a two-month shutdown, <laughs> and you say, God, I was so worried I didn't have time to pray. Mm. Young or old, I think he's calling for our attention. Mm-hmm. And I think we owe it to him to give it. Mm. And I think that's really, it's really interesting you said that because for those people who are actually, who have never been introduced to the church, who have never been introduced to who God, who Jesus, who, who what the Bible is, like who has never really been intro, um, introduced to Christianity, right? But during this time, they are finding themselves reading more, um, learning more and trying to connect more, but they feel like it's too late um, because they can't go to church to get baptized. You know, church is kind of like, the place where people say, oh, that's where Christians go. Um, but churches are closed now. And like you said, like the church is the home, but for people who have never um, been connected to the church, how can they even feel like they, like they're them, they're them themselves. Oh my gosh. Um, is where church is at. So how can they feel connected to God, even though they've never felt connected prior to, and this is the moment they're feeling it. And they're wondering, is it too late for me to even get baptized or, um, Call God my Savior. I love it. I think, I think yes, baptism is essential, and it's one of our our two ordinances that we believe that we follow as communion and baptism. Mm-hmm. But I also think that now more than ever, Christians have to be that testimony. Christians have to trumpet on their social media pages. They have to trumpet in their conversations that Christ is King. Uh, literally, <laughs> Jesus is King. And and the more we have that conversation with people that aren't friends of the church because you know I'll be honest with you we as young christians we play it safe as a mug mm-hmm. with our same friends we are so deep sometimes we are so spiritual at times we are so god-centered and god-focused but then we have our unsaved friends and we dial it back mm-hmm. and this isn't the time to dial back our faith this is the time to to ask some of the uncomfortable questions mm-hmm. to ask your friends if they should get coronavirus, COVID-19, <laughs> and it should take their lives, where do they see themselves after death? Mm-hmm. That's a question 
that we have to ask our friends. If you should get sick and die, where are you going? Are you comfortable enough in your faith to die? Mm. That's a hard question. Nobody wants to talk about it. We're young. We live forever. It's just not true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm super passionate about it, so I apologize for it. For, no, this for is exactly what we need. I think it's really yeah. important that we kind of um, peel back on being so conservative with talking about these kind of things. Because, <laughs> like the podcast, it can be an awkward situation. It can be an awkward moment to talk about, hey, are you? Sh- do you know if you're going to go to heaven? Or <laughs> what's the next move for you? Um, so how do we you know, break down that awkward moment and just go about um, asking for help when we're struggling. Even if you are saved, sometimes it can be hard when you're saying, I just can't hear God right now, or I don't know how to stay connected. I don't know who to talk to. The churches are closed. I can't get in touch with anybody. What can I do right now to stay connected? And who do I ask when I'm struggling um, in order to stay connected? So like, how would you go about um, giving or telling somebody how to stay connected when they're lost? You know, beautiful. One, uh, open your Bible. Two, uh, grab people to, to hold you accountable and have conversations with. I think that you have to find the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Dig into that. Dig into what a shepherd is and what a shepherd does by name. Shepherd in the original language is not a noun, right? It's a verb which means that it carries an action. And when the shepherd is God and you are his sheep, then you know everything is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of Corona, you go to Psalm 34 and you realize that it says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. It says, I cried to the Lord and he heard me. Mm-hmm. He delivered me out of all of my fears. We don't have a reason to fear. We go over to Proverbs. God did not give us the spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but of love, power, and a sound mind. We gain comfort. I, I promise you, I've got some friends that are ready, or associates rather, that are, are just so worried they can't rest, so worried they can't process, so worried they can't go on about their day. And here I am just enjoying this time. <laughs> <laughs> Because my confidence isn't in my job. My confidence isn't in the people I was surrounded in. My confidence isn't in anyone or anything outside of God. And God can't shut down. Schools are shut down. Churches are shut down. Jobs are shut down. But the sun still rose this morning. Right. The moon's coming up tonight. Come on. God is still in control. He hasn't shut down. Now, if, if the sun stops shining, I'm going to have to ask some questions. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? How do you stay stay connected? In short, grab people. Ask questions. Have group Bible studies. Get on FaceTime, Zoom, whatever you need to do. Open up your Bible or Bible app on your phone and search out the scriptures and stay close to God. Mm. I think that will build your faith. You said something about um, opening up your Bible, right? And I think the Bible has a lot of answers that um, we are asking questions to. But 
what are some things the Bible says about that that can keep us from worrying? The news is on repeat in my in my household at least. The news is playing all day, every day, um, and it keeps talking about the negative things happening in the world. And sometimes um, some people suffer from anxiety. Um, they just get a little nervous or they start to worry about um, what this means for us as people. Um, what are some things that God says in the Bible that can keep us from worrying and kind of give us a little peace of mind when it comes to situ- the situation that we're in right now? Oh, absolutely. I think one of them is the fact that he tells us to be anxious for nothing. Mm-hmm. But in all things, prayer and su- make prayer and supplication. And I think the reason why it says that is the worry is stemmed from fear. Mm. You don't worry about anything you're not afraid about. But when you apply faith to that situation and you pray about it, it's no longer yours to worry about. Mm. And so when you when you start from there, and then you understand that God will give you peace that surpasses understanding, right? But that peace comes if you keep your mind stayed on him. And there is no peace for those that don't believe in Jesus. Peace is a benefit that you get from serving God. And you will find peace once you start serving him for real. Mm. Um, So what scriptures you can read? Uh, Psalm 34, read that in its entirety. Psalm 91 is a great psalm to read. It says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Mm -hmm. That that sounds so weird, right? right? What does that mean? He who dwells lives, right, in the secret place. What is that? A place of worship of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow. What is a shadow? You don't get a shadow without an object. And if you're under the shadow of God, you know that God is near. And that the sun is producing the shadow over you. Mm-hmm. That gives you comfort. What else do you read? You you, you go through the book of Psalms. You, you, you go through the book of John. You, you, you go through um, the Gospels. And you see how God provided miracles through Jesus Christ. You, you, you see how so consistently his love overwhelmed darkness. And I think that's. That's what you read. You got Psalm 34, Psalm 23, Psalm 91, uh, are all the ones that I mentioned. I wanted to say them again. Psalm 139. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think off the top of my head um, some things that would would be beneficial. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. One of my favorite scriptures. It says, And we know that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, if you believe in Jesus, it's working out for your good. Mm. Amen to that. Um, You gave so much insightful information, a lot of comforting scriptures, a lot of information that um, can make the listeners just feel better about what's going on and kind of help them and aid them in creating a connection with God, whether they have one or um, they're going to be starting through this time that we're going through. So Minister Trey, I want to say again, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Um, 
as always, it's a pleasure, and I hope you continue to stay safe and healthy and enjoy your time while we're um, in this quarantine. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I just want to end it in these uh, four words or phrases. God is faithful. He still loves you. He won't leave you. And there's still time. And, God bless you. And that is on period. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Minister Trey. Thank you. Well, y'all, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Well, This is Awkward. I hope you enjoyed what was said in this podcast. Huge shout out to Minister Trey for coming on the podcast and just telling us and reminding us that God is still here and he's still with us. And as long as we have our trust in him, everything is going to be all right. And I truly believe that and I hope that you guys do too. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast, spread the podcast because it really goes a long way at the end. Um, And thank you guys so much again for just tuning in and listening hope to see you guys in the next episode bye